This uh, means so much to me. I, I, I stopped writing this movie about 20 times because I thought it was impossible. I thought it wasn't going to work. I thought no one would ever make this movie. But I kept coming back to it because I knew if someone let me make this movie, that people would hear it and people would see it. So I want to dedicate this to all the people who raised my voice and let me make this movie. Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Last night, Jordan Peele made history when he became the first African-American to win an Oscar for his writing. Peele won Best Original Screenplay for his sociological thriller Get Out, an allegory for being black among white people in America. It's an important victory to note as Hollywood attempts to make strides with diversity and inclusion, but Peel was the only African-American nominee in a major category to win any awards last night. Kobe Bryant also won for producing a short animated film about basketball, but that was it. It's not to say there wasn't diversity among the winners. Guillermo del Toro, a native of Mexico, won for his film, The Shape of Water. I am an, I am an immigrant, like Alfonso and Alejandro, my compadres like Gael, like Salma, and like many, many of you. And in the last 25 years, I've been living in a country all of our own. Part of it is here, part of it is in Europe, part of it is everywhere. Because I think that the greatest thing our art does and our industry does is to erase the lines in the sand. We should continue doing that when the world tells us to make them deeper. So there were also several references to a need for women in Hollywood to be treated better and equally with their male counterparts. But more than anything, last night's award seemed to shine a light on an industry in transition, perhaps to a more diverse future. But Hollywood is also a really fickle place that enjoys talking about change and then kind of forgetting about it. And that's where we want to start the conversation today with the Oscars last night, as always Three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is the number on the phones. You want to join the conversation? Talk about what wins surprised you, which wins did not, how you sort of reacted to Jordan Peele winning as the first black person to ever win an Oscar for writing. Talk about Guillermo del Toro or whatever other part of the awards you uh, you saw as resonant. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today and we'll work you into the conversation. And joining us now to talk about the Oscars as well as the cultural dynamics that surround them is Tama Hamilton Ray. She is a professor at Michigan State University in the Residential College in the Arts and Humanities and she's an independent filmmaker. Uh, Tama, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thank you. Nice to be here this morning, Stefan. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the overall sort of tone and tenor of the awards last night. As I said in the open, uh, Hollywood is it seems like a place that's in uh, the midst of a in pretty important transition. And we see sort of a glimpse of that transition jump out here and there, I think Jordan Peele's win is is one of them. But I'm, I would love to get your sort of thumbnail reaction to the awards and then all of these issues that sort of cross uh, cross over into them. I would agree. It was uh, really great to see Jordan Peele win last night. Um, going up 
to the Oscars, uh, Get Out, there was a controversy around uh, how it was even uh, nominated and the idea that it was a comedy and he was like, no, it was a drama. <laughs> so uh, just kind of uh, thinking about what Jordan was doing with that film and the impact that it made, I think, um, in kind of our notion of of how we perceive horror films and the social commentary of that film. Um, it, it was a very smart film. Um so I was just really excited to see him win that award. Um, as far as kind of the overall uh, takeaway last night, I think it was definitely a, a women's night. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that the um, the, the closing uh, award with uh, Frances McDormand making her call for um, people to include uh, inclusion writers and in something people had never heard of. Mm-hmm. And even she said she had, just learned of inclusion writers, that she had the uh, power to use her privilege. And I think that's what we're talking about in Hollywood. How do you leverage your privilege? We talk about that in all aspects of life. How do you make change? Um, I think about our university right now at Michigan State and our in our workplace, other workplaces in our society, in our schools. How do we enact change? Um, it's through us thinking about where we hold power, where we hold privilege in particular, um, and how we might leverage that privilege to um, open doors to widen the space so that uh, others are included in that space and that we are truly reflect our nation's diversity in all places, and mm-hmm. particularly Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood is doing better overall, I think, uh, than, than it has historically. And there are some I think bright points that have happened recently that that suggest that obviously Jordan Peele last night, uh, but also the 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 smashing success of the movie Black Panther, which of course wasn't uh, part of the ceremony last night, other than uh, than appearance by by Chadwick Boseman, who's the <clears throat> the actor who stars in that role. You know, the film just came out, so it, it couldn't be recognized in any way. But but give me a sense of how you think. Uh, things are going with that overall in Hollywood. In other words, is Hollywood serious about this, or is this <laughs> just a sort of thing of the moment, which we've seen Hollywood do before? Exactly. Um, a time will tell. I do believe that there are some um, there's some new blood um, in Hollywood, and I think about folks like um, Ryan Coogler and Ava DuVernay mm-hmm. uh, as far as directors. Um, and beyond Ava DuVernay being a director, she, of course, her film is coming out very soon, The Wrinkle in Time. She has used her power and privilege to leverage some really important things. She's brought um, women of color into um, into the picture by the... the um, show that she produces, Queen Sugar, on Oprah's uh, channel, she she demanded that all the women, oh, excuse me, all the directors be women. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who's ever heard of that, right? So um, so many women who have are great directors who maybe have been kind of working on the margins in Hollywood um, or maybe had made one or two films um, now had an opportunity to direct uh, you know, a, a really, really qual- high-quality television shows. Um, so she has shown how you can use your position 
to bring other people into the fold. Mm-hmm. And this is a woman who really just got into, um, <laughs> as far as a director in Hollywood, uh, has only been a few years, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about people who have been in the industry for a lot longer, who have a lot more power, um, you know, it's you can just imagine what can be done with a will and people, you know, kind of having that consciousness. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really happy to see folk like um, DuVernay and there are some maybe a few others who are who are pushing the the envelope in that way. Right. Um, but there, of course, there's there's a little change and there's some more to be done. <laughs> right. Uh, so you referenced earlier Frances McDormand and her 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 uh, reference to uh, this inclusion writer. We have a clip of her talking about that. Let's listen to that really quickly. Great. I have two words to leave with you tonight, ladies and gentlemen: inclusion writer. Okay, so the the applause there was really interesting, right? It's yes. Like she's, she says that, and people sort of stopped, and then they clapped a little, and then they clapped even louder. And I think maybe it was because the, it was the end of her speech, and I I was sitting there myself thinking, well, do they maybe not know what that is? Uh, are, are they uncomfortable with the idea of it? Uh, there there were lots of things you could have read into into that moment, but but I think principally the idea. Of uh, of an actor or a director getting up in an award ceremony and including you know contract uh, language right. or something in their acceptance speech is is pretty notable. Yes, yes, I, I really applaud her for doing that. Um, and my husband teaches uh, filmmaking at Michigan State University, Jeffrey, and uh, one of the things he tells his students when they do their capstone um, uh, a film at the at the uh, their senior year. He tells his, the, the students right up front, he says, we're not going to have an all-white film. Hmm. Um, he really pushes them to think about um, who's in and who's out. He also is very, um, you know, stands his ground about any any inkling of sexism that, you know, rears his, his ugly head. Uh, in in you know even in in college in 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 these uh, student productions because there's such a ingrained culture of it being an old boys club of it being a very a white old boys club mm-hmm. that even at that level he's trying to kind of break that so that when s- students leave the institution and get out into the business that it's not something they they have to think about as far as a clause. It's like second nature. Of course, our film is going to have people of color, um, you know, our cast and crew. Of course, this is the way it's going to be. Of course, I'll hire somebody. Um, Because Hollywood has been so much about a nepotism, about who you know, who you're comfortable with. And this is really life, right? We, We gravitate to people we're comfortable with. And so because it's really so much about that, um, and, and, of course, about money. But people grab the person closest to them they're most comfortable with, and those opportunities um, are are not afforded. In addition, uh, racism, you know, plays a role in, in that as well. Sure. People didn't think Black Panther would do as well. You know, they underestimated the... Um, um, the impact of, of Black Panther and it's breaking all kind of records. So again and again, there's kind of an underestimation of of um, kind of what we can do at the box office, the kinds of stories we can tell. You know, Guillermo um, del Toro, I was just so thrilled that that film won. His film, if you've seen The Shape of Water, it's full of people, like it looks like America. 
Mm. And it's and it's a you know film from the nineteen you know I think it's sixties, but it looks like America. It's such a diverse film. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit today on one zero one nine WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Tamma Hamilton Ray. She's a professor at Michigan State University in the Residential College in the Arts and Humanities, and she's an independent filmmaker. We're talking about last night's Oscar ceremony, the winners and the losers, and of course the cultural dynamics that surround that ceremony, who wins, who loses, and what surrounds Hollywood itself, uh, which seems to be in the middle of a transition when it comes to race and gender. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. What did you think of who took away the gold statues last night? What did you think of the speeches that people gave that tried to reach into that cultural space and push uh, Hollywood to change uh, the way the rest of America is changing? What did you think of Jordan Peele? Uh, the first African-American to win an Oscar for his writing. Uh, really significant uh, milestone, I think. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. Also give us a call if you don't buy this rhetoric, I guess, coming out of Hollywood about more inclusion about diversity if you think it really is just about marketing uh, and that they will go back to doing things the way they always have. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Uh, I, I want to talk uh, a little more about um, this this idea of uh, Jordan Peele winning for writing and how significant that is uh, in the history of Hollywood. Not only is uh, is filmmaking a space where you've got these these issues about who gets to act and who gets to direct and all of those things, but I, I feel like in the writing part of movie making, there was a particular difficulty. Um, uh, there was a particular sort of bias against African Americans, and we should also note that uh, this was original screenplay first win for an African American. Uh, the playwright uh, for Moonlight won last year for Adapted. Um, but but talk about the writing biases that exist and how they affect other things in Hollywood. How they affect which films get made and uh, who gets to direct and who gets to act. That's a really good point. Um, if you think about um, you know movies are the they're really stories, and if we um, imagine that no matter who you are. Um, male or female, um, what race, religion, what culture you come from, cultural background, we all come from stories, right? So that story is like the most basic part of who we are as, as individuals, as human beings. And um, to think about Jordan Peele bringing a, a story, an original story, that I love how he said that he started that story 20 times, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and um, we thought no one would want to produce the, the story. It was an impossible story to make. Um, but, you know, lucky for us in the world that he, that he did write the story. He did finally finish it. Um, we are blessed by those stories. And so our lives are enriched by other people's stories, um, we connect with them in, in many ways, and then we are also are enlightened by them, right? So there are some basic human um, 
I just showed, I'll give you an example. I um, showed Daughters of the Dust to my students um, last week. And mm-hmm. then just prior to that, we watched um, um, color, The Color Purple. And so The Color Purple was made very much in Hollywood, um, you know, a conventional film. Yeah. Daughters of the Dust is not by Julie Dash. And so my students wrestled with Daughters of the Dust uh, quite a bit. But we started to talk about how do you enter a story? Where do you connect to the story? What are some things that are universal in this story? Mm-hmm. And then those things that are a bit difficult, what do you do with that? We we see foreign films that we're not you know familiar with. We've seen other films that maybe the world is different for us. We watch sci-fi, right? But somehow there's a resistance um, to certain films um, if it maybe the people don't look like us. And so I really challenged my students to kind of open up and think about um, where the resistance comes from. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of let that down, what what do you gain? And so I think that if we think about the kinds of stories that can come out of like a Jordan Peele or other people of color and how that can enrich our, our lives um, that's really, like you said, that's really the base, and particularly those original screenplays um, is it, one of the, the keys to um, kind of really, when we talk about inclusion, um, being a part of Hollywood system in all its realm, not just in front of the camera, but behind and, and creating the stories. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Get Out, uh, I think, is a sort of quintessentially uh, diverse Story in the sense that I don't know that that, and I hesitate to say this in in any sort of derogatory way, but I don't know that anyone other than an African American could have told that story, because that that is a that is an African American experience, and and any black person you talk to who has had to navigate all white spaces, I think can can absolutely relate to it. Whereas uh, someone who's not who's not had to have that uh, experience, just I, I don't think they could see it quite the same way. And and if you think about the idea that uh, once upon a time African American screenplays just didn't get made, uh, they couldn't get any sort of air or support in Hollywood. I mean, a film like this wasn't possible until that changed. And then to recognize it, uh, I think the way they did is is you know, a, a really significant step forward. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we, we hope that this is not the the last time um, because we know that if we look at the independent film world, there's some really terrific work happening. Um, often you can find those stories by African-Americans or uh, Latinos or people of color, women. Um, if you look at Sundance or if you look at some of the other um Um, more uh, some of the independent film festivals um, Pan-African Film Festival Mm -hmm. there are many others so usually I mean you can find people who are making those those uh, writing those stories and making those really um, great films um, but you know they don't get the distribution or the uh, the um, recognition Um, we just aren't privy to them so that Jordan was able to, you know, bring it into the Hollywood structure and um, and get the kind of release that it did. And again, that was it was a film that I think that surprised Hollywood, right? It surprised him in, at the box office, mm-hmm. um, surprised him in many ways. And so, um, we just hope that that it is a 
beginning, we do hope that some doors open. Those who make decisions um, uh, are more likely to say yes to a project. Um, The UCLA Hollywood Diversity Report has been coming out every year just prior to the Oscars for the last few years, really tracking, um, you know, after the Oscars so white um, movement, really tracking the the diversity and looking at, um, you know, how many uh, um, people of color and women are are in the film industry and the television industry. And they're seeing an uptick. They are definitely have have kind of clocked an uptick. But more importantly, it's a small one, but it's happening, uh, particularly in um, television, more so on television. But what they've they found is that those films that have more diverse cast actually make more money. They're more successful, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're just thinking about green in Hollywood, um, if 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 that's your only motive, <laughs> um, we would hope that um, you could look at what makes a movie work, right? What makes a movie more successful, and that idea of having uh, a film that looks more like our what America looks like um, more diverse films uh, is tends they tend to be more successful sure uh, Rob on Facebook says best screenplay is usually the runner-up and to my mind is usually a better film than the <laughs> best picture get out join Citizen Kane and Pulp Fiction as films that won screenplay and people still talk about years later do you remember the best picture winner from those years? Probably not. Uh, really I interesting. Love that. <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting observation. Uh, that's from Rob St. Mary, who actually used to work here at WDET as well. Uh, let's go to Ruby. Ruby in Ferndale, welcome to Detroit today. Good morning. Uh-huh. I have to say that the first time I saw the trailer for Get Out, I was convinced that I would not see the film because it terrified me. (laughs) But it was my son, who's in his late 20s, African-American, who called and he said, Mom, you have to see this. And when I realized that this movie had said so many things, it's everything but a comedy. And I like your description, Stephen, that it's a psychological thriller. And I have told people that it's a deep psychological drama. And last night I screamed when Jordan Peele got the Best Screenplay <laughs> Award. <laughs> and I feel like the film was definitely worthy of the awards for all three of the categories he was nominated in. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I came away happy, <laughs> let down that Kaluuya didn't get the statue, but, you know, um, it is what it is, and um, we have many more good things to look forward to. Yeah. No, Ruby, thanks very much for the call. Absolutely. And the comments, I think a lot of a lot of people probably relate to that film in, in the same way, and the, and the idea that, you know, I, I can't think of another film I've seen that, that struck me quite the same way as, uh, as, as Get Out did, uh, and that was sort of the, some of the genius of of uh, Peel's writing, uh, the, the the depth of of complication and the sort of sense of horror that he sort of soaks the script in, uh, and and it's not like any sort of typical horror film. I mean, it's a cultural it's a cultural horror that he's uh, that he's laying out. I think that's uh, particularly difficult. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just I like the comparison that the um, your your uh, 
former uh, employee at the station made. Uh-huh. I can't remember his name, but Rob, yeah, Rob. If you think about, um, yeah, the writing was just inc- is incredible. Um, it's a film that I I'll, I judge a film like I watch it, you know, go to the f- movies, and I'm like, oh, okay, that was good, whatever. But if I'm thinking about it two or three days later. That's a film that <laughs> That's right. I say that was a good film. And, 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 and you know, Get Out was one of those films yeah. um, that we still talk about. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. still can have really deep conversations about that film because it is such a complex film. Um, he, the, the nuance, you talked about coming from a particular cultural racial background that only he could have written that film, right? Yeah. That the, the nuances uh, in that film, he captures... Um, s- things so well and then the the acting and so the directing so we we do have to not give um give him a nod for how he directed that film Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. he took those words from the page and brought them to life and you know that doesn't always happen and he successfully did it and we were we were just riveted um and the young man um and I'm sorry, his his name just escaped me. Who was uh, up for best um, actor? Oh, Daniel Kalua. Uh, Kalua, yeah. Kalua. I mean, he embodied that character. Yes. And again, so the, those three components together, um, the film could not have been what it was. The writing on the page, the direction, and then um, and then the acting. Um, I, I I would have, you know, I I like. The Shape of Water, I have to say. I love that film as well. But I was happy it would have been just <laughs> jumping for joy if he had won Best <laughs> Picture. It would have been Get Out, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, so for the record, uh, 1941's How Green Was My Valley is what beat Citizen Kane for Best Picture. <laughs> and Forrest Gump beat Pulp Fiction in 95. Wow. We could probably have an hours-long conversation about that. Uh, okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking about Oscars and culture a day after ceremony. And don't forget, if you miss any of today's conversation, you don't have to miss out. You can go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today. Take us with you. Listen when you are ready. We'll be right back on Detroit Today. News, music, culture, and community. Every day. Every day. Every day. On 1019 WDET. Detroit's public radio station. We are we are so happy to be here, but a little nervous too, because a few years ago, people were saying that Oscars were so white. And since then, some real progress has been made. Mm-hmm. But we, when we came out together, we know some of you were thinking, are the Oscars too black now? <laughs> but we just want to say, don't worry. There are so many more white people to come to. Mm-hmm. So many. We just came from backstage, and there are tons of them tons back there. Tons of them. Mm-hmm. And not just movie stars. There are white people walking around with headsets, yep. white people with clipboards. Oh, yeah. This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and thanks for joining. That was Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish having a little fun at last night's Oscar ceremony with the idea of diversity and the awards. Uh, Joining us 
this day to talk about the Oscars is Tama Hamilton Ray, professor at Michigan State University in the Residential College in the Arts and Humanities and an independent filmmaker. Uh, Tama, I wanted to spend a couple of minutes talking about this sort of, um, I guess, meta uh, look at, at at race in in Hollywood, uh, and and sort of ask how far you think this again will go. I mean, it, it was pretty gutsy to have uh, Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish out there poking fun at, uh, at at Hollywood and its diversity. But again, when you look at the numbers, uh, you you think about how far there is to go. Eighty six percent of lead film roles still go. Uh, to whites, for instance, uh, women make up ma- more than half of moviegoers. But you know, how many women directors uh, are there uh, at this point? I mean, it, there is this sort of dissonance, I guess, between what we see in uh, on the stage and then what we see on the film. Exactly. Um, you talk about female directors. There was one female uh, up for director, best director last night. Um, and she made a really good joke about that. <laughs> um, I mean, well, that presenter actually, but um, yeah, we, you know, it's, it's it's been in small, small fits and sort of a, a movement forward. And I wouldn't say a retraction, but um, we tend to stand still until um, things are pushed. If you think about the kind of the power of Hollywood and its ability to shape our national mythology. Mm-hmm. It's you know, we think about it as, you know, it's throwaway, it's entertainment, but it's incredibly important. And if it weren't so incredibly important, um I'm thinking about all of my uh folk who have gone out to see Black Panther, um who you know, see this film as a, as a not just a, you know, a, a a film that is a great film with good actors and and um, the uh, Marvel um, um, comic um, that that many people love, but that it's a film that has some cultural significance that people are really excited about seeing themselves represented on uh-huh. screen in all in all of our you know complexities, not just I hate to say positive negative, but really just full representations of people um, with with um, uh, the conflicts that we have and 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 um and just seeing that kind of diversity even within um African American the black race I should say. Mm-hmm. So if if we look at how few again people of color or women are behind the camera I was I just want to kind of give a nod out to Rachel Morrison mm-hmm. a woman who was um nominated for best cinematographer. And again she was the only one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she didn't win last night. She shot Mudbound, and she also shot Black Panther, so we'll hope she'll be up again next year. But it just really has to change. Those, um, those, as you said, the actors in front of the camera and behind the camera, um, we just have to really keep pushing. Uh, those who are can green light things have to have that in the front of their minds um, who's who's in the room who's making decisions um, who are we who are we hiring to to uh, direct who are we hiring to write um, or if someone brings a project you know are we listening so we you know we just have to keep pushing ourselves which we've done and I'd say yeah. people of color and women but uh, those who 
are in position need to listen um, and um, or be nudged to listen. Right, right. <laughs> bring more people to the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think uh, you think of this young class of black directors, for instance, that's that's cropping up and and doing really stunning work and getting recognized for. I think that becomes the predicate for exactly what you're talking about. Getting in the yeah. door and then holding an open for people behind you. Okay, Tama Hamilton Ray, professor at Michigan State University in the Residential College and Arts and Humanities and an independent filmmaker. Thanks very much for joining us here on Detroit Today. Thank you so much. Up next, we'll talk about the turmoil in Israel right now and a series of conversations about Jerusalem upcoming around Metro Detroit. Stay with us on Detroit Today. <laughs> 